0: Hey guys, welcome back to Michael Paul's podcast. Let me turn this music down just a hair. I'm always listening to music. It's a Sunday morning, and I think it's the 1st of December. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's 8.46 in the morning. I was just sitting here by myself, my wife's at work listen to music, my son's asleep because he stays up till 3 o'clock in the morning on Xbox Live. But I was drinking a beer, sitting here by myself, thinking about, I don't know. I was thinking about these kids today. And uh, I remember how I used to spend my Sunday mornings. Uh, It was usually involved with my stepdad waking me up telling me to mow the fucking yard or rake the damn leaves or shovel the fucking snow or chop the god dang wood, you know. Neither one of my sons has ever mowed my yard. One's been married for four or five years now and the other one's about to graduate. He said oh yeah. Anyways. I bought all their trucks, all their shoes, all their shit. I can't even play Xbox Live. I wouldn't even know how to hook up to that shit. If it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't even have this podcast. She set it up. I'm just I I know how to talk to people, but I don't know how this do this technological shit. I mean Kids today, man, they grew up with cell phones. They're a lot smarter than me. They lost me after, you know, like, PlayStation 1. One. Yeah. I guess the world's changing in that way. I don't know. No. Uh, when I was 16... I drove from Clarksville, Tennessee to Palm Springs, California in a 78 Cutlass. Yeah. No cell phone. I slept behind corn silos in Amarillo. You know, saved money. Didn't want to have to pay for a hotel. You know. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Now, when I go to the store without my phone, I'm like, what the fuck, I forgot my phone. What if carrie has gotta get in touch with me? I feel naked. I feel fucking naked, you know. It's like I didn't wear my hat or something. And these kids, man, you know, they don't work for anything. So everything's different now. They think the universe owes them something. Well, the universe don't owe you anything. What you need to learn how to do is put your damn phone in your pocket, get a goddamn job. No. Uh, quit begging your grandma for money. Grandma's on a fucking fixed income. She's disabled. Leave her alone. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but the thing I think about it is, is that you're too reliant on your parents. You rely on them too much. I was like 15 years old when I got my first job. I, we lied about it. I was tall, so they believed us. And my cousin was the manager of the Shownees. He got me a job at in Clarksville, and uh, I learned the value of a dollar. Uh, when I started working, minimum wage was three dollars and ten cents. Pretty sure it was three ten. It was three ten or three sixty. It was fucking super nothing. And I was a busboy. We didn't get tips. You know? Nobody tips the bus boy. <laughs> you might tip your waitress. You might tip every fucking everybody else. Even the dude that parks your car, or major de- whatever. You know, everybody always tips everybody else, but the bus boy don't get no fucking tips, okay? And I was working with 310 an hour. I bought my own Nikes. I bought my own Levi's. I damn sure didn't have Xbox Live, and I damn sure wasn't up till 3 in the morning unless I was working. That was on Fridays and Saturdays, because we was open till 1, and we had to clean the grills when I became a cook. I mean, it was a whole thing, you know. And now, the, now just, uh... It, money is so easy to make. I mean, there's, like, millionaires, and they do nothing but fuck around on the phone. You know? It amazes me. I've sat around... All my life busting my nuts for nickels, you know. And then turn around and see these little spoiled motherfuckers. It pisses me off, to be honest with you. I think that, uh. I think a good hard day's work, you know, like mow the fucking grass, rake the fucking leaves, chop the fucking wood, shovel the fucking snow just to get your first motorcycle. Uh, I think that's good. I think that's a good thing. I think it's something that is lost. I think it's a lost art. I think that uh, these kids, they rely too much on their parents and their grandparents and all their fortunes. I know i waited my whole life, right? And I thought one day I'll be rich my grandparents got all this money, you know. Well, let me tell you something about your grandparents' money. They've been saving it, and they've been keeping it, because one day, they're gonna need it for healthcare. They're gonna need to be, like, in a nursing home, and you better be careful about that shit, too, because if you want any inheritance... Do not let your mama or daddy stay in no nursing home because they will take all their assets. They will take all their bank accounts. Yeah. The state and, and the government's not going to pay for your parents' well-being. And then you just get to keep all the money. I know this because I've experienced it. A few years ago, I inherited a couple hundred grand. My grandparents were probably worth millions at one time. My grandfather lost a ton of money with the Enron scandal and all that shit. Which, if you're young, you won't know what that means. But if you're older than me, you know you do know what that means. Uh, my mother-in-law lost a ton of money on it. My wife's mother yeah. And, uh, my grandfather did, too. But, uh... Moving on, my grandmother broke her hip, and she lived 2,000 miles away, you know, in California. And they wanted just to keep her in the nursing home. Well, of course they did. At that time, she was probably still worth a million dollars. And I couldn't just uproot my family and move 2,000 miles away. My mother lives here, and she's disabled. I have to take care of her. I have to watch out for my mother. She's the only one that ever watched out for me. Truly lovely lady. And I call her a lady because that's what she is. She's a lot like the rest of my family. Uh, She's a class act. I'm the black sheep. (laughs) Not her, not them. I guess because I smoked pot and did acid and snorted cocaine. Uh, I did everything but shoot up pretty much and run across this country back and forth like a wild fucking hootman all my life. Made some good friends along the way. But that's just life. I don't know. man. I just wish that these kids today would wake up realize the universe don't owe you nothing, and you can get a damn job, you know, and uh, do the best you can, you know. The future is what you make it. It's not just gonna fall in line for you. God wants you to do what you're supposed to do. You know, uh, when my dad died, I remember thinking, we were only six days away, you know, from Christmas. Did you have to do that now? Some reason he had to. It was timing, I think. I walked in, and there was all my dad's shit unwrapped. My great-grandparents was there. My grandparents was there. My stepmom and my stepbrother was all sitting there living them and living room. I was the last one to know. I walked out of my little bedroom, which is not the closet, really. But I was a guest in my stepmother's house. My dad married her because she was a nurse at the hospital that he was at, and the insurance would cover his radiation treatments. I took him to... He'd bitch at me for my driving, you know. It was California, so they got like rain gutters at every red light. And I was driving through there in my old Cutlass, you know. And when I hit these bumps, he'd be like, "God damn it, Michael Paul, slow this motherfucker down! I'm a basket case sitting over here. That it hurt him. You know, it was, it was bum- he said, "Felt like he said he felt like he'd been nuked." nuked you know? And I was like, "Sorry, Dad." But I want to tell you something. I paid for that car. And when they called me, I quit my job. And uh, I beat my stepdad up for calling my mom a whore. Got kicked out of the house. I slept in a park for three days. And then I drove to California. I was, uh, I was a pretty lost young man that morning I walked out, and all the gifts that I bought my dad, he had a uh, VW ding buggy, canary yellow, had a stinger pipe stuck straight up out the back of the motor and uh, row bars and all this stuff, but I bought him a set of KC lights, fog lamps, so he could do it at night, you know, like he had a future. We all knew he was going to die. When I got the phone call, they said he had two months. That's why I went. You know? I quit high school. And, uh, I got my GED and went to college for a few years. but I don't know, man. It was a trip. And, uh, and then I look at my children. And my son's still asleep. It's 9 o'clock. Sunday morning. Normally I'd have been made to get up and mow the fucking grass or something. Not just be able to lay around, do whatever the fuck I want, stay up till three in the morning. Blows my mind. So I hope that, uh, if there's any millennials listening to this, I hope you get off your ass today, get motivated, get out in the world, quit feeling fucking sorry for yourself because life ain't too bad. Life's actually pretty good for you compared to what I grew up with. It was like growing up in the fucking 1800s. You got a you got a phone. You got a fucking laptop. You got a fucking Xbox. I mean, this little motherfucker can talk to somebody in Japan and shoot them. Live. Lord God. But they got it rough. Well, I hope y'all have a blessed day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I know I'm a dick, but I just used to working for what I got.